0: Hi y'all. Welcome to the Healing Revolution podcast. This is your host, Erica Jones. And today, I am excited to talk to you about relationship constellations and some hidden dynamics in that are at play in relationships. Now, being around the holidays and a time where we're often in contact with people that aren't a part of our day-to-day lives, this is a ripe time for stress, emotional turmoil, frustration within family dynamics and within relationships. And so I have been thinking about this as my family is also navigating making holiday plans and um, looking at some different situations at play. So I want you to consider that you exist in your world like the sun. You are the center of your own orbit. Now you have people around you. These people are orbiting you in some way. They are in your life. You're bumping into them here and there. They're hanging out with you in different spaces. And I think often it's common to think that someone who falls in the same category, such as a family member, say you have a whole group of family members, and they always get together around the holidays. And you feel maybe close to them, maybe stressed when you're around them, maybe frustrated, maybe you feel welcome and loved, or maybe you feel like you don't fit and you're not seen or heard or appreciated for who you really are. Whatever the case may be, imagine there's more than two other people involved and you have a certain dynamic with them it is common to kind of lump everyone in that family unit together as an entity and hold the same expectations for all of them. So whether it's a political affiliation or social beliefs or religious beliefs, whatever the case may be, you might expect my siblings are this way. My cousins are this way. My friends are another way. And you might, maybe you play darts and you have a community that you go play darts with and you lump this group as a collective kind of expectation. Now I was talking with a client recently And they were considering all of, they were having expectations that all of their siblings would have the same closeness and understanding and connection that all their other siblings had. And they were feeling a lot of frustration and pain around the fact that a particular sibling was acting a certain way. And this person had the expectation that their relationship with their siblings is close and loving and supportive. And when there was drama and friction with the sibling, it was really upsetting and disconcerting because this person had lumped all the siblings into a category and labeled that as open-hearted, honest, trusting, loving. When in fact, one sibling was very open-hearted, honest, loving, trusting, and another sibling was not. Sorry about that. I am still recovering and still injured, and my dog is still around, so I apologize. So here we are, one sibling, honest, open, loving, trusting, another sibling, drama and friction. Now, what we ended up discussing was the idea that we have circles, spheres around us of closeness. So you'll have your people in your life that are in your inner circle. They are your close, trusted connections. Those are the people that you are going to be the most vulnerable and open with. Those are the people that you feel the closest to, you feel the most trust with. They might share your life and space most frequently, although sometimes people live at a distance and that's not true. But these are the people that you can call when you're upset, When you're struggling, they care about you, and you know that they do. No matter what's going on, you know that they would drop everything to talk to you. They would make an effort to connect. They would show up in support, and these are the people that you can rely on. Then, if you imagine this next circle out, these are people that maybe you're not going to be completely vulnerable with. Maybe you're not going to tell your deepest, darkest secrets, or call to be a shoulder to cry on. But these might be people who you spend a lot of time with, who you're around on the day-to-day, or who are important to your life. But maybe, for example, in the person I was speaking to, she had one person in her life that was the open, deep connection. She was the open-hearted, honest, true call at midnight, I'm here for you. Then she has another person in her life in this next ring who she spends a lot of time with. They talk frequently, they'll go do errands together, they'll stop by each other's houses, but even though they spend a lot of time together and they're actively engaged with one another, they are not the person that she is going to be able to necessarily have those deep, vulnerable, or emotional conversations. Then she has this other person in her life who, despite the fact that they are all siblings, is more of an activity person. This is more of a person that she's going to do things with, go have lunch with, go to the movies with, go to a show with, travel with. But again, this is not the person that you. she's necessarily going to open her heart to. If she did, this person might not really be the person who can offer the engagement, the love and the support that she needs. Now, this being said, there are these circles, right? Inner circle, outer circle. And the way that we interact and move with people, you imagine... Pluto, the farthest planet, I don't know, there's probably other planets by now, but you've got the farthest planets out. You might not see them very often. Maybe there are people you only see at Christmas time and either you love and cherish them, but their life and your life is very different and you only get to be around them and orbit with them for a little while every year. And it's a really cherished time and you really anticipate it. And if you can get your schedules to align, you love to do that more often, but it doesn't always happen. Or you might have the people in your life who are at a distance, at a bigger orbit, and they're honestly people that maybe once a year is plenty. Maybe you don't really need to go out of your way to spend time with them. In fact, maybe during the rare occasion, that you cross paths, maybe even in the experience, you're going to keep your distance because they're not people that provide a lot of connection, importance, or value in your life. Now we're talking about these circles and you can map out who are these inner people, who are the outer people. And one of the reasons it's helpful to kind of envision for yourself, who is in my inner circle? Who is in my next circle? Who is in my next circle? Is because this helps you identify your expectations of this relationship. If these people in your inner circle are people that you expect you can call and open up to or rely on, and you call them and they're not receptive, not interested, not able to reciprocate, or you're someone who offers them a lot of support, but they don't actually give you support in return, you might be in their inner circle, but they might not be in your inner circle. And that happens. You might be a strong and solid support person for someone who in reality cannot offer you and reciprocate to you that same level of support. Then we have to consider individual's capacity. Now there's lots of reasons why someone's capacity might be limited. If they're a mom and they have kids, they might be very busy. If someone is sick or injured or unwell in some way, they might not have the capacity. If someone's struggling with their mental health, they might not have the capacity. Someone may have just a really active and busy lifestyle they might not have the capacity to show up for you. So while they might be in your inner circle, maybe they don't live nearby. Maybe you don't see them very often. Maybe the few times a year that you connect, it is deep and important and meaningful. And you know that if you really needed them, you could call them anytime. But the reality is they're not necessarily still a part of your day to day. Then there are people whose gifts and skills make them especially well-suited to a certain type of engagement, a certain type of experience, a certain type of support. You may have people who are your go-on-a-hike people, or they're your playing golf people, or they're the people who you're going to go dancing with, or you're going to go meet up at the bar, or you're gonna go out for dinner, but maybe you don't really see them in other parts of your life. Maybe there are people that are really, they really love you, they really value your relationship, they are somebody who wants to show up for you, but maybe they don't have a lot of emotional aptitude or intelligence or capacity necessarily to be a loving, nurturing support. But maybe you know someone who is a get shit done kind of person. And when you're struggling and you need a shoulder to cry on, they're not the one to call. But they are the one to call if you need someone to drop off a meal, if you need someone to go pick up some errands, if you have someone that needs you need groceries delivered, whatever it is. Every person in your life has certain skills, certain abilities, certain gifts that you can expect most of the time them to do well. And they're also going to have their own weaknesses and their own challenges. And I think that when we think about relationships, instead of just expecting everyone in our life, who's family, to show up the way that we show up. It's often we expect others to interact with us the way we interact with them. When you have people in your life and you show up for a holiday, for example, when you expect everyone to act the same and they don't because they're not the same, it can feel really hurtful and hard because your expectations don't match reality. So I'm inviting you right now, as we're moving through this season, to consider what exists currently in your life. Where are the areas where you often experience friction? And can you identify who's in your inner circle, who's in the periphery? Because when you start to look at every time I go to my in-law's house and I interact with this relative, it's I leave feeling disappointed or I feel unseen or I feel hurt or I feel frustrated. Often it's because you're going into this expecting something to be different than it is. And if you go into the situation saying, okay, this person is in my distant orbit and actually that's the space I prefer them to be because when they're close to me it's not very enjoyable. I also know this person to be not a great person to have political conversations but a great person to play cards with. Is there anything that you find valuable in that connection or that relationship. Maybe that's the person that you just hang out with and talk about your kids. And it's or the weather. It's the light touch person. So instead of pouring your heart out to the light touch person, make it easy for yourself. Show up in that situation in a way that serves the connection you have versus strains you because you're expecting something different. So I hope that this is something that you can start to envision, that you can start to map out, that you can start to consider when it comes to how you spend your time, how you spend your holiday, and how you engage in the different places, spaces, and relationships in your life. I'm going to leave you with my last favorite trick. Anytime we're expecting something different than what reality gives us, we can have all these stories in our minds. This should have happened... They should have done this. They shouldn't have said that. I can't believe they did this. And all of these thoughts will feed into some emotion. It might be anger. It might be frustration. It might be hurt. It might be disappointment. I can't believe they didn't think about me. Okay. Well, that is going to bring a painful feeling, a hurt feeling, a disappointed feeling. My favorite intentional thought to choose when I'm hitting up against somebody else's stuff is of course. Of course the food is late. Of course they aren't on time. Of course that person said that thing. Most of the time, people just are who they are. They're grown ass adults and they're going to do what they're going to do. And even my children are individual humans who will still do what they want to do. And I could think to myself all day long, how they shouldn't fight, how they shouldn't this, how they shouldn't that. But at the end of the day, of course she just broke her Legos. Of course, she just pushed her out of the way because she was in a hurry. Of course, that judgmental person just said something judgmental. And the beauty about that comment, of course, is that it neutralizes everything. It is a neutral thought. A neutral thought is just, I accept that they did this thing. It's not a judgment on me. It's not a judgment on them. That's who they are. That's who they're going to be, whether I like it or not. That's just what's happening right now. Of course. And I cannot tell you how life-changing that one little statement can be. I hope you can gear up for a beautiful holiday. Uh, creating as much joy and peace and intention as you want, even though it's, you know, several weeks out. I know there's lots of activity happening right now in the world. So I encourage you to get real with yourself, have compassion, look at your expectations, because when your expectations are disappointed, you're the one who's suffering, So the clearer you can get on how you expect others to be and also how you, what you value and how you expect that you want to interact and show up, this will give you the freedom to choose what serves you, to choose what doesn't, to choose your battles, to choose where you want to spend your time and energy so that you can protect your peace. You can feel rested. You can feel nourished. You can feel full. And you can recognize that even if you're not experiencing a lot of loving support in your life right now, you can show up and love and support yourself. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.